There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Murder, mysteries, and laughter. We are a husband and wife duo with an affinity for creepy stories. Wicked and Grim will take us through the world of devilish tales and the possibility of live and lighthearted marital disputes. So... Sit back and relax. We're going to get into a Q&A episode here on Wicked and Grim. I'm Ben, and you're listening to a Q&A of Wicked and Grim. A true crime podcast? Q&A. Q&A? Q&A. Questions and answers. Here we go. Uh, so if you didn't already hear from last episode and the episode before that. We've been warning you. We have been. Uh, this week is a Q&A. Nicole is actually on vacation right now. This is pre-recorded. So she's on vacation, chilling down in the Okanagan, British Columbia area. The one time in our lives we've pre-recorded an episode. I know, right? Wow. Uh, so yeah, just to kind of give you guys something still to keep going on this week, we opened up lines on our social media for questions and answers. And honestly, I think people are pretty into this. We got like probably close to 70 questions. Yeah, which, which is pretty awesome. actually blew my mind. Sometimes like, oh, should we do this? What if we get like one question? How can we do a <laughs> podcast on that? But you guys came through and we got oodles and oodles of questions. Yeah, so that's definitely not a worry of if we're going to get questions, I think, ever anymore. And uh, so we have margaritas and we have questions and we're going to go through them and you're going to get to know us better and we're going to well, have a good old time. I don't know about you. My margarita is almost gone already. Oh, no. You still have a third. I'd say that's a third. Not anymore. A fourth. Now. A fourth. <laughs> I have a fourth. I'm actually doing better than you. What the heck? Hurry up. I also had another alcoholic beverage. You did. This, so yeah. Yeah. We actually had a little mini kind of date night, I guess you could call it. We had margaritas. We had pizza that we made on the barbie. Made, you, on, made you, on the egg barbecue. You uh, you cooked them on the barbecue. Bar barbecue? <laughs> on the barbecue. <laughs> we had the pizzas Where on the, the barbecue. Where am I from? Hey? Okay. Okay. So let's dive in. Let's do it. Because I want to try to get through as many as we can. Um, what? I thought we were only doing like one question. Oh, yeah. I wonder if we could make a podcast entertaining. <laughs> only in one, one question. Que an, like an hour long, 45 minutes or so, just based on one question. Oh, that sounds rough. Oh, oh, I know a question that, that Ooh, could be that question. And I have to actually say something, but go ahead. The question that I think we should do yeah. for an entire episode. Yeah. The question is... Why? <laughs> Just why? Why? Just why? Open-ended, eh? Um, there is, uh, this was probably like a good 10 years ago that I heard this story. And I don't know if it's true or accurate, but it was still funny. Um, but some university down in the States had this big, I think it was a psychology or philosophy sort of exam or something like that for 
whatever it was. And so all these students go in for the exam and it's a piece of paper. And the only question on there is why. Oh, okay. You would probably excel at that and I would not. Well, here's the kicker. So many people just like wrote major elaborate, like page after page after page explanations. Right? Oh, but it was probably so simple. The answer, right? Well, I mean, how can you really answer why? But there was one student who responded with, why not? Oh, and boom, like mic drop, just <laughs> laughing. Right? A plus. And everyone else is probably just losing their oh, shit. Oh, gosh, that is the epitome of what I want to be. I love that. Just a boss. That's amazing. Okay. Well, what I was going to say is you are in some serious shit. I am. Oh, oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. People are not happy with you. I made a lot of people very upset. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but I'm not. I'm sorry at the same time. Well, yeah, like seriously, there was probably like how many people in this world on Tuesday do you think you made cry? I think there would have been a lot. Well, I think we had somewhere in the vicinity of 1,400 people listen to the episode on Tuesday. Tuesday alone, yeah. Uh, and we had several messages and emails and comments about people being like, yeah. we've listened to podcasts, we've listened to true crime, but this episode, holy shit. Yeah. And the amount of tears people claimed that was going on, like I... I turned on the waterworks for a lot of people, apparently. Well, yeah. And they're like at work and shit and like having to leave their workstation because they're like upset. Yeah. Sarah, so, Sarah said that I should wax your freaking legs for everyone because you do it. You just put us through something. Do it. We'll film it and put it up on Patreon. Can I? <laughs> no. I'd actually rather wax your back. Wax. My back's not that bad. <laughs> no, Make I'm not. Make me sound like a gorilla. No, I'm not saying it's like super hairy, but I would be more enjoyable for me than your legs for some reason. Why? I don't know. Because it feels like it would be more torture. <laughs> okay. Okay. You can wax my back if I get to wax your back. I don't really have hair on my back. Or do you? Dun, dun, dun. I guess we'll find out. <laughs> Next time on Wicked and Grim. <laughs> Sorry. That can be our next special episode. Yeah, oh my no gosh. Kidding. Could you imagine? It'd just be us screaming into the microphones. I've gotten waxed before though. So like I think I'd be able to handle it better than you. I've gotten like tree pitch stuck in my oh. leg and arm hair and stuff yeah that's the same thing i'm sure love yeah it rips that shit out it does okay anyway you're in the doghouse nobody likes you right now which is awesome because i feel like i get in trouble a lot so yay <laughs> yay no, it's not me this time well i'm sorry for making everyone very upset but but it judith, was judith barzi i definitely want to share her story it was a story that deserved to be shared yeah Hundred percent. So no, no fault to you whatsoever. However, I could have maybe not have played like you know her final recorded lines ever. <laughs> that those were things that yeah okay I could have omitted, but yeah, but it was good to hear those. It was. It was a good podcast. Okay. Um, well, let's move on to the questions and the ready? answers. Okay, I'll start us off number one here. Okay. 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 So this is a Patreon. Uh, we'll start with Patreon, then we'll go through like Insta, and we had Facebook, and then we had insta stories so mandy said if you had to do a podcast but true crime wasn't an option what topic would you do oh snap yeah um i I think we'd probably do like a lifestyle because i mean we're living in a tiny home uh we made quite a big change oh okay and you're now chasing your passion i'm now doing my uh nine to five of choice and i've got the passions on the side and stuff too 
So I, I would say I think it's going to be, yeah, like a, a lifestyle one or something. I could, well, my initial thought with that one was business related. I could see myself doing a business related podcast of sorts. Okay. I don't know. Hmm. There's a lot of business ones out there, like photographers who have, who are doing photography based podcasts, but then also just uh, about the entrepreneurship side of it and stuff too. So I could see that. You're very uh, business savvy that way. I think it'd go well too. Yeah. I think we'd be, do pretty good at that. Yeah. Um, also, I have a question for you. Where are you on our list? Because you sent me the list here through email of all the questions. I can't find the question you just asked. I'm on Patreon, yo. That's not on the lists. Oh, because you sent me a Patreon. I know, but I told you. Okay. This question, if anyone wanted to know but didn't want to answer, does Ben listen to anything I have to say? And the answer <laughs> wow. is no. Yes, I do. <laughs> what kind of shade you throw in right now? Holy shit. <laughs> well, I was like yeah that one's labeled patreon but it's actually not patreon and then you're like <laughs> okay well if it's labeled patreon i know why did you label it patreon then? i can be very unorganized yeah five minutes before we started this you were like turning our tiny home apart because i for... keep losing shit and i don't normally lose things okay so do you know where we are love so well, you're, you're losing your marbles i can tell you that you're actually on patreon yeah, yeah gotcha. because okay so yeah i just wanted to go through patreon ones it's easier on the phone but then like comments and stuff sometimes they get they're weird so those ones i copied and pasted to documents so gotcha okay now that everybody knows where we're at everybody being me okay thank you so for throwing that shade again <laughs> okay do you want to ask the second one or do you want me to? i'm still opening up the patreon thing here oh you're doing that on the computer right eh? yeah Okay, oh. well, I'll hold it up for you. I accidentally just closed Patreon, so now I've got to do it all over again. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I'll catch up here. Okay. So the next question um, comes from Ramil, and this is a doozy. This is a doozy. It says, if you could save anyone from any of the cases you've covered, who would it be? Okay. This oh. is a doozy. This is a loaded question because there's no right answer. I know. Well, that's just like, it's almost heartbreaking. It is. How would you choose? There's no right answer, but there's also no wrong answer either. No. Um, so I've actually. Oh, there are, there would be wrong answers. Some, well. Who would you save? Unless, okay. No, I guess for the wrong answers, I was thinking of like the, the jerks that end The perpetrators and yeah. stuff. Yeah. No, fuck them. They're douche canoes. We know that already. <laughs> um, I actually put a lot of thought into this one. Um, and I haven't thought of specific names. There's two specific names that do come to mind. Judith, okay. of course, because Judith, yeah. Judith holds a very special place for me in particular. Yeah. So Judith being one of the options. Uh, the other option would be Junko Furuta. Yes. Because she went through literally 44 days of absolute torture. The question was one person. I know. <laughs> so those are two options I'd go to. I would have to really look for a specific name. I'd have to really do deep research on this. But my answer would be someone who their killer is unknown. Okay. Uh, because I think if I can find someone where their their perpetrator is unknown, but has most likely killed others, then in saving that person, they might be able to tell me who the killer was and we could also prevent other deaths. Dang. That's who, I don't know who that would be, but I would want to find someone like that. Okay, I actually really like that answer. That's quite good. Um, okay, well, I picked a, a, a person for this one, but I kind of now feel like a dink because I feel like <laughs> your answer is way better. But 
um, Sylvia Likens, the girl uh, in the basement, mm-hmm. that that case kind of destroyed me a little. I'm not going to lie. Like, just the shit that that person had to endure. I mean, they all have to endure so much, but she was young and, like, oh, just so helpless. Like, I yeah. just, I, I don't know. Well, I mean, she was just thrown in the basement like she was like, nothing. basically, like, trash. And, yeah. like, she's the opposite of that. So that's who I'm going to pick. That's totally respectable. I yeah. understand that wholeheartedly. But I like the idea of someone being able to say, picking someone who can save others. That's good. Mm-hmm. Okay. I got the questions up now too. So. Awesome. Okay. Awesome. I'll, I'll ask the next one here. Sounds good. So Jamie asks, once the Rona is over, what would be your dream vacation together? And what has been your favorite places that you've already been to? Oh. What would your dream vacation be? Um, I would actually love to go over to Ireland at some point. Mm-hmm. I think that would be pretty awesome. So right now I'm going to say that. 100% agree. I'm not going to say Ireland specifically, but somewhere kind of in that area, maybe uh, Scotland or yeah. Ireland. Um, I want to, specifically, I do want to go to Scotland and see like uh, the Blair Castle. I want to do the Whiskey Trail, mm-hmm. but I want to visit a couple other countries over there. Uh, but yeah, definitely somewhere over over in that region for sure. I would love to like go back to New York and stuff again, but like I feel, I guess I could see myself doing that a little bit easier than going to Ireland. So that's why I'm picking Ireland as like a dream Fair vacation. Enough. So, um, now what's your favorite place we've been to so far? Oh my gosh. We've done quite a few things. Um, cause we've done like the, the Mexico trips. Yeah. We've done that a couple times. We did Jamaica. Jamaica. We did, um, uh, I'm Orlando. Yeah, there you go. Thank you. Did Orlando. We went over like down in the Seattle area. Um, well, we've done a lot of like British Columbia, which is where we're from. But British Columbia is it's a fairly large province on Haida Gwaii. We've done I love Haida Gwaii. I love on it, I love the coast of British Columbia. Tofino, Tofino. is absolutely amazing. Oh. Um, okay, honestly, it, this is so funny. Okay, I loved our Orlando trip a lot. Um but if I'm going to choose, I also I honestly feel like when we went to Seattle and Portland, and then we also did um, the Okanagan and did wine touring, like like yeah. quite a long road trip. Actually, that was really nice. It was. So I'm going to cho- choose that one. Okay. I love road tripping with you. You're probably just like, oh my gosh, no, we're I've... stuck in a car for 14 hours. What is she going to ask me? She's not going to stop talking. No, we usually throw on some tunes and have a good time. So yeah. And then once in a while, you'll drink an energy drink and get get absolutely insane. Okay. There was, remember, I also had a cold and I ended up taking the nighttime pill, which, and then an energy drink on top of it, which contributed to my delusion. And here I'm driving your ass home. I hope you felt real safe. Yeah, I, I did not feel safe. <laughs> um, okay. You good there? Yeah. So go ahead. Did you even pick one though? You didn't even pick one. Oh, anytime we go to Tofino. Okay. Yeah. Like the Victoria trip when we went, uh, I found, went to that little uh, record shop in Victoria. Yeah, the islands. Love that. Yeah, yeah. You like the island. Vancouver Island. I love Vancouver Island. We're going to move there one day. Just throwing that out there. Probably. Okay. So Sarah says, if you had to get one thing tattooed on your forehead, what would it be? Oh, snap. Uh-huh. That? Okay. I didn't think of this ahead of time. Um. Wow. Okay. I would... 
there, there's two roads I would go down. There's one to really get a reaction from other people. Yeah. Yeah. Or there's one to really represent something in particular. For example, like a third eye or something. Katie's revenge. Oh, yeah. There you go. <laughs> that was, Oh, that is good. Wow. That is really good. Um, I was thinking like an Illuminati eye or something like that. Just make oh, people really I like think. that. I don't know. I would probably get something pretty subtle, to be honest. That's just like maybe in the corner of my forehead. <laughs> That's just kind of cutesy. Maybe a little dude like on a lawnmower for when I start going bald. A little dude? Oh, I kind of think that's funny. That's cute. What? Like a little man mowing yeah. the lawn and I'm going bald, right? So I like it. I'd probably do that. Once I start aging a little bit, yeah, throw a little dude up there. I mean, my Once hairline. Once you start aging? I know. I'm, I'm 34 <laughs> as it is. Or am I 35? I'm 34, right? No, 35. No, 34. 34. Yeah, okay. I don't even know my own age. Um, I'm only 33. Yeah. But my hairline is receding slightly. Not terribly yet, but it is there. So maybe a little man up in that top corner. Yeah, but you're idea. being pretty dang good for like grays and stuff. Yeah, fair enough. Very good. Uh, so next up, we got Bronson, who, ironically enough, is my, one of my tattoo artists. Oh, yeah. From Vancouver. Yeah. So if you need a tattoo, hit up Bronson down in uh, Vancouver. He's he's your man. In Gastown. Yep. Uh, so which episode are you especially proud of? Are there any that you would have liked to release as an extended cut or revisit? Oh, um, revisit um, Gabby Petito. I definitely like to revisit uh, that okay. because I yeah. think we, we, we rushed that. We were like, oh, let's do this one because it's like big news right now. We tried to like jump on the, the hype of it. Uh, so I'd like to revisit it and do that case better justice. Which I think we will. We will. Yeah. Um. One I'm particularly proud of, I think, is that Lululemon murder one. Oh, my gosh. Well, yeah, you had everyone like you shocked everyone really with what happened. It was like, what? Well, it, it, it was a really good story. And I'm really proud of how I was able to tell a good story in that one. Yeah. Um, but I am also kind of proud that I made so many people cry with Judith. <laughs> so. Wow. It's like I got to you guys. A look into Ben's art. Yeah. Um, I actually feel like the Picton one I'm pr I'm kind of proud of. Just like that was a massive case and it was kind of one I'd been putting off a lot. And then I was like, I'm going to just do it. And it was, it turned out good. And then the other one, what the other, Sarah Everard. Mm -hmm. I told a pretty good story on that one. Made yeah, it pretty relatable did. actually. So, yeah. What about extended cut? Any ones that you'd like want to do a deep dive into? Well, I've always wanted to do a cult a cult episode or episodes and do a deep dive in something like that. But I can't think of one per se that I've already done. I don't think there's any that I really want to do like a major deep dive into. Cause what I really like is I like giving like 90 to 95% of the information. I don't like giving it all because I do want people to kind of dive in on their own and discover new things. I want them to find that attachment and be able to say, I really want to find out more and still have more information to go find you know yeah like kind of heighten their curiosity a little right exactly yeah no that's cool and i think that also builds up like a, a personal relationship with the with the individual's story as if you specifically are going and learning more about it you are making that attachment you are going and doing it you know so i don't know if there's specific ones i'd want to do an extended on that i can think of one i would like to take away 
is the Donnellys. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that it's the case. It's the episode. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, we've talked about the, that before, but that was a train wreck. If you ever want to laugh about anything, go listen to that one. Like, that, I literally was spiraling. Episode number five. That is one of my favorite episodes <laughs> because it it was hilarious. Oh, it was. I was so nervous. It was just a train wreck. It was good. Okay. Uh, so, Samantha, she says, if you could solve any cold case, which one would you choose to solve? P.S. Love that you guys are doing a Q&A. Nice. Awesome. Um, I would go with an old school because there's still a chance for some of these newer um, cold cases to be solved. Um, just like, for example, the Zodiac Killer was like in the past year mm. suddenly solved, right? Yeah. Yep. So I'd want to go with one where it's like there's no chance of it really being solved. Something like Jack the Ripper. Yeah. Oh, I thought that you would say. Um, the Black Dahlia? No, the very first one that you did. Oh, is that a cold case? Per the Olive Past. Yeah, yeah. It is. yeah. Um, the John Bonet, I'd really like to see solved. That's, and yeah. it seemed like it potentially is or it might was be, or, it might be on know. that track right now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, uh, the Olive Past. Yeah, actually, now that you pointed out. Yeah, I would like to solve that one. That one would be very interesting to see what the fuck actually happened there. Yes. And that's one that I don't think ever will be solved. So, yeah, no, that that would be my answer. 100 yeah. percent. Yeah, you forgot about that one, didn't you? For a brief moment, I did. Which, that's like my all-time favorite case. So it I is. can't believe I did forget about it. Yeah, well, that's what I'm here for. Well Remind done. you shit. <laughs> um, Amanda asks, if you could interview anyone from a case, victim or villain, just to know their side thoughts, who would it be? Whoa. <laughs> that's deep. Um, I don't know if there's any Oh, um, I would definitely villain. want it to interview a villain i don't think i would want to interview a villain i don't want to give them that voice and platform no i agree i'd be shitting my pants but i would actually be very curious mm -hmm. very curious to get inside like their head and as for victim i'm again going to go someone who's unsolved because then there's things we can learn there's potentially someone we could find yeah so this is gonna this is gonna blow your mind a bit but the uh the toy box killer really i would interview him oh god fuck that guy i know he's a complete disgusting piece of crap i would oh but i think it would be interesting if i was going to interview someone i'd want to interview like one of the worst i don't know why but <laughs> i would pull a full-on dr phil to that motherfucker <laughs> Because Dr. <laughs> Phil, uh, he did an episode where he interviewed the, I can't remember the guy's name, but he was the creator of bum fights. He would literally like give bums drugs to fight. What? Yeah. He'd be like, here, the winner gets like these crack rocks, basically. Seriously? I haven't heard of this. Yeah. It was like a thing in early 2000s, like around Jackass era. Holy shit. Yeah. It was called bum fights. Anyways, Dr. Phil Gross. had this guy on his show. And I believe this guy even showed up dressed up as Dr. Phil, like shaved his head as wow. the receding hairline and everything. Anyways, Dr. Phil brought this guy on his show to kick him off his show. Nice. Right? I, that's what I do. I'd be like, I'm going to interview you. When I sit down with him, I'd be like, get the fuck out. Yeah. No, that's fair. That's totally fair. Okay. Uh, Sheila, when researching slash watching true crime, what, what interests you more? The detective work or the forensics? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, forensics. I, I was going to say forensics as well. Yeah. I get mad at detective work sometimes <laughs> because sometimes it's just so bad or they ignore things. Yeah. Uh, forensics never lie. Yeah. No, I yeah. really, it's, yeah, it's very interesting to see what they can test and what comes out and stuff. Right. Yeah. hundred percent. And then like you said, it's, it's pretty, the pretty much the truth. So. Yeah. 
Uh, Tiffany, if you could visit one place in the States, where would you go and why? Cough, cough. Alabama is pretty cool. I heard it's actually pretty cool there. Yeah. Um, ooh, that's a good, hmm. It's one place in the States. I'm like drawing a blank on anywhere that is in the States right now. <laughs> like, wow. United well, States. Where is that? I don't know. The places that come to my mind are places I've already been. Like I'm obsessed with San Francisco. Obsessed. I don't know if I've said that before. And New York also love. So New York, probably if I'm going to pick a place to go to the States right now, New York would be top of my list because I was only there like a couple days. I ended up getting like really sick mm -hmm. and I was by myself and I'd like to kind of redo that trip. So I'm going to say New York. That's that's a fair. I, I wouldn't mind visiting New York. Um, I, I would get very sick of it very quick. I'm sure. It's uh, wild. Like it's a pretty cool place. Yeah, I, I, I could imagine. Um, I think for me, it's going to be um, out in Nevada, Area 51. Oh, okay. Yeah, but you can't really yeah. get there though, can you? No, but you can get up to the gate, which is like, if you're standing at the gate, like SUVs will pull up on the hillside and there's like people watching you and there's like armed guards and shit. It's like when you're standing there, you probably have a rifle pointed at your head. Cool. <laughs> Chicago would be another cool place. Um, San Diego is on my list as well, but I'm going there in November. So boom. Yeah. boom I wouldn't mind boom. going to San Diego for San Diego Comic-Con. I The only reason I've avoided it so far is I can imagine how busy it is. Yeah. Okay. You ready? I'm ready. Michelle, is the goal to do podcasting full time and not have your other jobs? For me, 100%. I would, I'm actually, um, I've been taking uh, classes as voice acting and stuff too. I would yeah. love to do this for a living, 100%. Whether it's with Wicked and Grimm, because maybe it's not your thing and I evolve into some other projects as well, but 100% for me. I think it would be pretty awesome just to have one focus but i also love photography so much that it's like a part of me and i'm not sure i could ever see myself not taking photos that's really fair. i can't i can't see a future without that so i could see myself cutting back in that and like focusing more on the podcast potentially so that's a, that's a fair answer yeah. I, you're good with photos so yeah there's keep going at what you're good at and what you love right yeah yeah uh, Shanice, what cold case do you want to solve the most? Um, again, Dialof Pass. Oh yeah, yeah, we kind of uh, answered that one above, eh? Yeah. There are going to be a few people that ask the same thing, so. Yeah. Okay, you why don't you do the next one too then? Uh, Leah, what case have each of you covered that has given you the most sleepless Ooh. nights? Um, I got an answer for that. I, I'm going to say right now, I generally sleep very good at night. I, I don't <laughs> usually have sleepless nights, but it's a how long do I think about the case afterwards? How many days does it, is it on my mind? Yeah. Um, toy box killer stayed on my head for a long time. But the one that still stays up to my head to this day is Rodney Alcala. Oh, really? Hey. The dating game killer? Yeah. Okay. I thought you were going to say Junko. Junko. Well, definitely her as well. But Rodney Alcala, it's... His body count is some astronomical number. Like they expect it to be over 140 or something like that. Estimated. That's Not, crazy. Right? Like I cannot imagine. Wow. That's unconfirmed, but that's their estimate of being that's somewhere. That's disgusting. Right so I think Rodney Alcala is one that's stuck with me for a long time. Um, I'm actually going to say a really, the most recent one I did, the Richardson murders. That mm. one actually had me pretty fucked up for a while because I think um, I dove into that case extremely deeply, like read the book. It was just like top of mind kind of all the time for like two weeks, pretty much. 
And uh, it was, yeah, it got me. That one got me. I think it's just because, yeah, I was like, eat. What is it? What's the saying? Eat, sleep, breathe. The Richardsons? I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. Yeah. No, that's fair. So, yeah, there you go. Uh, am I reading the next one? I don't even know who read the sure, last Sure, I can't remember. I'll read it. Uh, what podcast do you listen to? What podcast would you love to guest uh, on? Okay. Are you going to answer? Okay, well. <laughs> I asked the question. You're just staring at me now. That's true. Okay, so I am not a huge podcast listener, which is probably shocking. I like to listen to audible books. It's kind of what I'm doing most of the time if I'm like just listening to something. But I will occasionally listen to Morbid, Canadian True Crime. Um, I also like the podcast Serial Killers. I don't know if you've listened to that yeah. one. Yeah. Uh, crime Junkie occasionally. And then I do have some business podcasts that I listen to as Fair. well. Um, I'm I'm not a big podcast listener. So neither of us are really. I, I started out like last year listening to a lot of podcasts. Um, but now I don't listen to a lot. I, I huge on music. I love music and I'm bouncing right. around genres all the time. And I pretty much have music on 24 seven. But, um, when I do listen to podcasts, I'm usually listening, uh, regarding a topic that I'm currently interested in, whether it's a case I'm researching and I'll, I'll go to say morbid, for example, I have listened to them a lot, um, but I'll go to morbid, for example, and I'll listen to their case while I'm driving to work and stuff. Yeah. So before I research, I know the basics on what I'm researching. And you're like a big YouTuber too. Yes. Right? Yeah. So. Yeah. So it's, I I just love content in general. It's so hard for me to stick to one. I bounce around. Like if I'm doing a case research, I'll listen to Morbid on one. Next episode, I'll listen to Dark Poutine. Next episode, I'm listening to Small Town Dicks. And I'm going all around and I'm listening to pieces of everybody. Yeah. So. Okay. So Michelle... Um, how long does it typically take to create a podcast episode, research, recording, and social media? Long time. Forever. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I managed to do it a little bit quicker than Nicole sometimes. Yes, you do. Um, for me, a, usually around eight hours of research per episode. And I think you, you might be Uh, around like nine or 10. At least probably. Yeah. Like, and that's just the research. So then. Yeah. So then you're researching um, and then it's about an hour or so to record. And then Ben does all the stuff afterwards, which takes you like another hour or so. Yeah. So I do the editing and uploading and all that good stuff. And then whoever did the case um, does the social media the next day. And that's not really that long. That's not that. We don't post a shit ton on our social media. Like it's mostly just on Tuesdays and stuff. Right. So. Mm -hmm. Um, but sometimes we spend a bit more time on social media if we have it. Yeah. So I'd say you're looking at probably at least 12 hours an episode. Yeah. At least. At least. Yep. Which is wild. <laughs> like that's a lot. It is. Uh, Tracy, music is my go-to when I'm stressed. What is yours? Music for me, 100%. I already mentioned I'm big on music. and have it going all the time. Uh, just to continue being stressed. Yeah. <laughs> is mine. Fair enough. <laughs> Um, also, uh, having a drink after a long day at work, Yeah, it's not so much like the, uh, alcohol, I need to get drunk. It's just the, it's no different than having a coffee in the morning. It's just, it's a nice hug, you know? Yeah. I used to all be all about taking baths I'm not super into that with the tiny home just cause we're like the water I feel like is more of, it's not an issue, but it's just my head a little, we don't have like, you can't just turn your tap on kind of thing. Yeah. But, um, I do love just like going outside too. That's a big one for me. If I need a break, I'll just walk outside. 
Take yeah. five minutes or so. Fair enough. Cuddle the doggos a bit too. Yes. Love that. Uh, so B asks, uh, have you guys ever been to Bugaboo Creek? Uh, there used to be a restaurant chain uh, that was Canadian themed in the US named after it. Uh, every time I go there, uh, pretty much saying curious about if anyone has ever, if she knows anyone or sorry, they go, know anyone. I don't want to assume genders. My, my apologies if I did. Um, but yeah, do we, do, do they know anyone who's, who's been there? I don't know what that is. Bugaboo Creek is actually just outside of Golden. Oh, seriously? You know what this is? Yeah. Oh. Which Nicole is from Golden. No, I'm not. Well, kind of. I was never living there. My sister did. I thought you did live there for, for a little, like a year or something. No. no? I wasn't. My family lived there before I was born. Oh, okay. That's what it was. Okay. Yeah. Well, Nicole's family's from Golden. So there we go. Um, but no, <laughs> so I haven't been. Probably bad. I'm like, what's that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, it looks like it's an absolute beautiful area of BC. So I can imagine it's it's gorgeous. So The Kootenays is one area of BC that I need to explore more. Fair. Because like that's the Kootenays. Is it the Kootenays? Uh, no, I don't think it's the Kootenays. Is it? I don't know. Now I'm like, don't even know what the Kootenays like Nelson and stuff is in the Kootenays. Um, I thought Golden was, but maybe I'm totally off here. I, I'm on uh, Google Maps right now. Looking okay. At yeah, there's not, I'm not familiar even with all parts of our province and I would like to get more familiar, so. Okay, no, that's totally in the Kootenays. Okay, okay, I thought so. Yeah, that's. Uh, Mountains. Yeah, that's basically right between Kamloops and Calgary, south of Golden, um, right by Revelstoke. Okay, yep. yeah. Over by Radium Hot Springs. Yeah, gorgeous area in there. Okay, so that took care of all of our Patreon questions. Um, where do you want to move on to next? Do you want to do Insta? Sure. Is that actually the Insta doc you sent it me? It is. Okay, what is the Patreon doc you sent me? What is that then? That is uh, Instagram stories. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so let's hit up Instagram first. Okay. Okay, I'll let you read the first one. Go for it. Okay, so it's from uh, Sage Beauty PG. Why a true crime podcast? I'll let you answer this. You're good at answering that. Well, um, before <laughs> the podcast started, I actually had another podcast. Uh, I, I believe it's off air now. You can't find it on the internet. Might be able to find an episode or two. Uh, it was called Insert Creative Title, where I uh, interviewed creative individuals. Yeah. And you um, interviewed me once. I did. <laughs> um, I actually I had some big names on the show. I, I Call Me Chris. I, I talked to oh, Call Me Chris. Yeah. Even. Um, but uh I love doing podcasts. I love content creation, but I was having a lot of trouble with guests bailing on me and consistency. And I was like, God, I want to do something with someone uh, who I know can be like relied on and relied on episode after episode after episode. Thus, my wife. So I was <laughs> well, like, okay. I'm glad that I'm reliable. <laughs> well, I mean, it worked. you live in the same house. It makes sense, right? Yeah. Yeah. I know what you're saying. So then I approached you and I was like, we should do a podcast together. Because it'd be great for us to, at that time, we were like, we do so many things apart. We need to do more things together. Yeah. So I was like, let's do something together. How about creating a podcast? I love content creation. Let's make that content about something you love. And I was like, what about true crime? True crime's growing in popularity. At that time, there was like no husband and wife duos right. doing true crime podcasts. I'm like, so it's something unique. Why not? Yeah. So we hopped on it. Yeah, it's gone really well. I don't know how, was I pretty amped right away or was I pretty hesitant? I can't even remember. You were hesitant for sure. Just the time mostly. Yeah. It always seemed like we lack time and then we're adding something else to the plate. So, mm -hmm. but um, yeah, no, I don't regret it. It's, it is a lot of work, but it's 
it pays off like immensely. Yeah. Um, so next question is what is something that you have learned that is mind blowing or is something that really sticks with you today? Oh, that is so much. Okay. The biggest thing for me is there's so many people who just don't ask questions who don't report things. Someone's oh. talking about something like Judith Barzi. How many times did her father say, I'm going to kill her. I'm going to kill her. I'm going to kill her. And people just like, oh yeah, sure. And they didn't say anything. Yeah. That blows my mind every fucking time that people don't speak up. Yeah. Well, there was that other one though that blew your mind. The cele- Was it Celebrity Killer? Is that what it was called? Oh, I can't even remember which episode that is. Um. Oh my goodness. Uh. Oh, I can't remember his name. But remember, he like got famous pretty much after, and people oh, wanted to like interview him. And yeah. I'm trying to remember. Yeah, he was he was over in Japan, was it or something? Yeah. Yeah. No, I totally know which one you're talking about. Um, I say Asagawa, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, the celebrity cannibal. They right. Okay. Yeah, it's coming back to me. That one was wild. That yeah. one I remember blowing your mind completely. Well, because people just like romanticize this murderer. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah, like they're nothing special. Okay. They they don't deserve any yeah. any credit or and it's not celebration much, or anything. It's not much different to how people hold Ted Bundy at such high regards. Like, oh my God, he's so hot. And it's like, f- he fucking killed people. Yeah. Oh, gross. Yeah. Gross. Okay. Um. So what... Uh, we might have already what inspired you guys to do a true crime podcast my fiance and i are obsessed with the pod much love from kansas appreciate that awesome uh but yeah it boils down to i love content creation nicole loved true crime and we needed to spend more time together spend more time together yeah so boom Boom. wicked and grim was born there you go there you go um did you know my friend in canada did you sorry, know your? Sorry, there you go. Did you know your my friends in Canada? I want to tell my husband about your podcast. Thanks for uh, feels like friends. True crime podcast. Oh, that's, that's nice. awesome. We love to hear that people actually consider us like friends. That's that's a big part of this. Love that. I uh, love that because we just wanted to be you know just us and ourselves and kind of include you guys like you were sitting down having a conversation with us. So which, that that's a that means a lot. Which we do get a lot. So we I do. feel like that's working, which is good. Yeah. Okay. So what is your favorite case you haven't covered and want to? Who? I still, I think I've said this before, but I really want to do that Johnson Bentley. Yeah. So that's like top on my list. Oh man. There's so many. And none that I can think of at this moment. <laughs> none that I'm trying to there's think. There's so many, but I can't think of a single one. Well, I do know that there's like, <laughs> there's multiple. And I know that I've got them like a star beside them in, in our little book and everything. Mm. Oh, you I need can't. your book. We don't even have it out here. No, we don't. There is a giant list, though, of ones we want to cover. Yes. And Ben can't think of one. No. Well, I do know I want to cover uh, the <laughs> Dybbuk box. I want to cover that one. But that's not true crime. That is that is a paranormal case. Oh, okay. You love your paranormal. I do. Yeah. You could have a paranormal podcast, even. Uh, like that. Well, well, spoiler alert, something like that might be uh, in the works. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the next question we already answered. Yeah. What maybe do you want to start a true crime podcast? Yeah. Um, so as someone who's choosing the child-free life, are you two choosing that path too? Um, do you want to answer that one? Uh, 99% sure, yes. <laughs> 99% sure. There's always the 1% chance. There's Yeah. 
Uh, this year, actually, we kind of made the call that I think I think uh, we're going to go child free. Yeah, I think we're leaning towards that. I don't know. I don't know that I dislike kids or anything, but literally, if you hand me a baby and you hand me a puppy, the puppy is going to make me probably a hundred times more excited. So yeah. like I maybe should just continue to get dogs. <laughs> yeah. And everyone always says, well, it's different when it's your own. It's different. I'm sure it is. But just because you can be happy with a kid doesn't mean you can also be happy without. I do think too, lots of times parents, they like, it's hard. It's, I, I can only imagine how hard it is. And, um, it, it lots of times it doesn't sound like anyone's having a lot of fun <laughs> who are parents. Like that's probably an unpopular opinion. I'm sure it's completely worth it. But, um, a lot of things, it doesn't sound overly fun at times, like at yeah. all. So. Mm -hmm. Uh, what are people's reaction when you tell them you have a true crime podcast? Uh, a lot of the times, uh, at least in my experience, people just kind of brush it off like, oh, yeah, sh sure you do. Like, like it's we're just a nobody just doing nothing. Like they assume it's not successful. Yes. They, like, oh, OK, good for you. Like pat, pat little Sally on the shoulder. Yeah, there. I'm sure you'll have fun <laughs> in your next week of trying to make that work. Yeah. So, I mean, but we're also not very good at being like, yeah, we have a true crime podcast that has like this many downloads and, and we've covered this and we've been featured here and blah, 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 blah. So like, we're not very, we don't toot our horn yeah, very well. We're not very boastful. I mean, we do on social media a little bit, like we, a try, little and, bit. we try and celebrate. Well, our we're celebrating successes. it with our listeners. Though, exactly. Right? Um, but outside in the real world, I mean, yeah, we don't talk about it a lot really. No. But we have had positive reactions and we've had negative ones too. Yeah, we have. Okay, so um, what are each of your favorite cases you've covered so far and why? Kind of already talked about that. Mine is definitely, uh, well, if, if not Judith Barcy now, but the Lululemon murder. I love ones that tell a good story, whether it's solved or unsolved or mystery or paranormal. A good story uh, to me is is important. So when we actually succeed in that. Yeah. this I do, I do think the Sarah Everard was one on the top of my list just because it was so crazy like oh my gosh it's scary because that could happen to anyone i feel like mm -hmm. um the yogurt shop murders was an interesting one to research as well yes that was so, actually a good one that was pretty sad mm -hmm. i mean they're all sad oh yeah okay uh what are your pets named after oh. uh well mika is named after mika on euro trip the movie uh, Ripley is named after Ripley on aliens, the movie uh, and shout out to Brittany who helped me uh, land on that name. I was thinking on it for a while, a couple different ones. And she's like, what about Ripley? And I was like, yeah. Uh, and then Kiwi is named after a Kiwi. <laughs> Kiwi. <laughs> Kiwi is the one I named. Oh my gosh. Would you just like, I probably shouldn't have just said that. I just played into what everyone already thinks of me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I thought it'd be so funny to have a cat named Kiwi. It just it suits the shit out of him too. Yeah. So. Uh, what are some of your favorite bands and someone you'd love to see in concert? Asking because I just saw Red Hot Chili Peppers live last week and it's still fresh in my mind. Oh, love that. I'd love to see Red Hot Chili Peppers actually. Spice Girls. Oh, of course you would. Okay. Literally, I've heard so many times that there's going to be like a reunion and that was like my jam when I was a child. So I would totally 100% go and rock that shit. Nice. Um, I'm not too big on live concerts. I mean, I've, I would definitely go see some, um, I love like rock, classic rock, um, and even getting into like some heavier, uh, like some metal stuff. That's kind of my, 
My even jam. like country and stuff though too yeah or not so much anymore not so much and i'm gonna be in a very specific mood for it i have a very broad taste you i'll do. listen i'll listen to rap country hip-hop like you name it but usually it's i gotta be in a very specific mood for those things my general go-to is like rock alternative rock classic rock um iron maiden's a big one billy talent i love billy talent system of down love yeah. them disturbed uh i mean the list goes on honestly yeah, and I'm I'm kind of like one of those people that just literally go to Spotify and select a playlist. Yeah. So like based on my mood. So I'm not I don't know, I don't have like super favorite bands and stuff I wouldn't say. So Fair enough. Okay, so how did you get to know each other? Well, this is fun. We actually got to, we're probably going to get to a lot more of them, but we got a lot of questions regarding our relationship and such. So do you remember? Do I remember how we got to know each other? How did we get to know each other, Ben? Do you want me to cover it? Sure. High school. We met in high school we PE class. Grade gym class. 11 PE class. Yep. And uh, ever since then, Nicole was hooked. She's like, I need this man in my life. <laughs> and I'm like, I got you, babe. Yeah, I actually thought that <laughs> Ben was incredibly odd. In <laughs> PE class, I thought you were incredibly odd. But you still intrigued me, and here we go. Here we are. I definitely was odd, and I I probably am still odd to this day. <laughs> a good odd though. You were also like a lot of guys and stuff in high school are assholes, to put it nicely. And <laughs> nicely. You, you were a very kind. You have always been very kind. So. Oh well, thank you. Yeah. Appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, if you each had a beer named after you, what would the name be? What kind of beer flavor? Um, I love my IPAs. I, I love I love bitter beers. Um, yeah, I'm going to let you answer this because I don't drink beer. I would probably honestly have a beer named after Wicked and Grim. Oh, okay. That would be yeah. fun. A craft beer. Oh. Craft beer named after Wicked and Grim. Love, yeah. love. I don't okay, think then I'd, I'd have to start drinking beer. Yeah. Um, I don't. Yeah, I, it would just be the Stay Wicked beer or something like that. Or the Wicked beer. Huh. Or Wicked and Grim beer or something like Wicked that. Wicked beer. Yeah. I um, drink more so ciders yeah. and wine. So Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, why the tiny home? Why a tiny home? Why not? Why not? Can, yeah, let's just answer that. Why not? Yeah. If you <laughs> like can tell me why not. The, the essay. There we go. Uh, um, freedom. It opened up a lot of freedom for us. Yeah. I think when we made the decision to do it, we were very, very busy. Um, and it kind of just seemed like like our life had a path. But we didn't necessarily know if we liked that path. And so the tiny home has opened up to many paths that we can now have a choice to choose between. Exactly. Nailed it. Yeah. Nailed it. So. Um, ever get out to Barkerville? Hell oh, yes. Oh my gosh. I'm obsessed with Barkerville and I'm going in August. Uh, a Gold Rush true crime story would be cool. Yes, it would. I've I've honestly wanted to stay there and like kind of maybe do some ghost hunting too that would be uh, super cool okay not okay with that actually <laughs> but we could do like a on location podcast why have we not 100%. thought about that like we did at the fairmont i don't know the lady in red what yeah. the heck is with us uh but for those who don't know barkerville is a little gold rush town uh and it's pretty large actually for a gold is. rush town it is uh so it's uh, they got like the actors wander through the streets and all that there's bakeries and restaurants all this cool stuff you can go see and do it's absolutely crazy. It's right uh, outside a little town called Wells in British Columbia. Yeah. Uh, cool, epic little place. Like you can literally. Okay. I am obsessed with Barkerville. I could go every year, but I made Ben get sick of it. But you literally just get to like immerse yourself in this this 
other world. It is, it's beyond yeah. awesome. Well, we haven't been for a while. I wouldn't mind going back. Ooh, okay. So, okay. Uh, just catching up and binging all the episodes. Love your vibe and friend friendship. I uh, can hear love through the banter. Sounds like you two have spent half your lives as besties. Did this, did you start as friends? Uh, I mean, yeah, we started out in gym class together, getting to know each other a little bit. And I mean, it didn't take us long to start dating really. Not really. We showed interest in each other and started chatting on MSN. Oh <laughs> my gosh. And I actually think that's even like where we exchanged her I love yous. Yeah. I can't remember who said I love you first though. You did. Did I? Yeah. Oh, well, on MSN. Go. I'm pretty sure. Which yeah. is so funny. Good old MSN. Oh, look at us. I mean, we were just little, little, little babies. Yeah. Okay. Um, what is the one thing from, from or about your tiny home that you did not expect to love as much as you do now? Ah, I didn't expect it to feel so much like home. Oh my gosh. But love it really that answer. does. Yeah. I know. I it's very comfortable. I think I kind of expected to always be a little bit cramped and stuff, and and it just like is really cozy and and comforting almost. Yeah, I I don't feel a difference from our giant home that we had before with five bedrooms three full bathrooms double garage like it feels no different being in a tiny home to that one though i think i expected it to be a bit harder not living with so many things mm -hmm. but i haven't really had a super issue with that the tools is a bit of a pain because i don't have like a garage to just go and oh, grab my tools okay. though that's a bit of a pain but yeah you actually spent quite a bit of time in the garage making things and stuff so yeah that's a bit of a loss for you hey yeah but that that's other than that it's no different to me yeah uh when did you guys know you loved each other um well like you said we were in high school actually were we still in high school when we said when we said that yes we yeah. were we were yeah holy heck uh-huh grade 12 though probably took, i think might so have taken us a while i think so <laughs> Um, if you could find out the answers to any unsolved case, uh, which one would it be and why? Uh, yeah, they'd choose what happened on Diablo Pass. Yeah. So would I. We already talked about that. Yeah, yeah. I we totally agree there. Yeah. Uh, two questions, one from me and another from my partner, Matt, who doesn't have Instagram. So first of all, if each of you were a cryptid, which one would you be and why? Um, Nicole would 100% be the Mothman because she stays up so freaking late all the time that bad and i would be sasquatch because apparently nicole thinks i need to wax my back <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh no no um, and if either of you turned out to be a serial killer what things about each other would make you say oh that makes sense now <laughs> i feel like you'll have way better answers for this than me um again nicole staying up so fucking that's late. not even that bad and i do not stay up that late i go to bed and you you're up i don't know how late you could be out burying a fucking body literally girl. okay sometimes i'll stay up till one in the morning and you know what i'm fucking doing working yeah well i get up to go to work at like five in the morning so i don't know what you're doing when i'm sleeping <laughs> yeah oh my gosh that's actually something i feel like i need to think about what would be things that i'd be like oh even know uh you being a photographer saying oh i'm gonna go location scouting again how do i not know you're burying a body it's a good alibi <laughs> okay and then we have another one where when you guys met yeah we kind of answer that and then someone asked if we shipped to finland um like yeah. Redbubble, right? So I it's believe. through Redbubble. So yeah. wherever they ship. Yeah. If if you're talking about a merch on Redbubble, yeah, it, it would have to be through that website. We just 
we just upload to there and they take care of all of it for us. Um, if you're thinking of the mugs that we're going to be putting on sale soon, uh, yeah, 100%. yeah, yeah, we would. Yeah. Okay, let's move on to um, Facebook one. Yep. Facebook questions here. Uh, so first one, what TV show or movie duo do you both relate to the most? Oh, Jim and Pam from The Office. Not <laughs> not because I think we're like them, but because um, if you watch The Office, they're just in their own little world. They don't care about what people think around them. And I think that's kind of us with the tiny home and the podcast. We're just doing what we want because it makes us happy. Well, yeah, because a lot of people think our lifestyle and such is very odd, right? So. Yeah. So not that I think we're like Jim and Pam. I think that uh, we're just living like yeah, Jim like and that. Pam. Yeah, like that. Yeah. Uh, what is the hardest case for each of you to cover? Uh, what was the hardest case? Uh, Junko Furuta and Judith Barsi last night as well, or the other night as well. Uh, Judith, honestly, I was having trouble keeping my shit together a little bit. And I think that was the first time I was really struggling. Actually, yeah. Keep yeah, you talking. did struggle there. Um, I, I mean, I don't love, I, the Barbie and Ken killers one was actually a bit hard too. Oh yeah. Those people are just gross. The toy box killer too. That one yeah, really that one. got to me. Oh man. They're, oh, I mean, all of the above. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So where are we now? Who would put, who would play you in the movie version of your life? Oh God. Um, I am not good at questions like this. Okay. Not that I look like some of these people, but I've had some people tell me other celebrity. I look like certain celebrities. Um, there's, <laughs> and there's, you, it does go to your head. Don't. I use it to on. my advantages sometimes, but <laughs> I, I'm, I'm very well aware it's not the case. Um, oh, fuck. What's his, what's his name? Oh, from the, is it from the notebook, right? What's yes. What's his name? Oh my gosh. I should so know this. Too. Uh, um, holy heck. People are screaming at us. Right Ryan now. Gosling. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Um, I actually... Cause I used to do a lot of cosplay at conventions and in one costume, I was wearing Buzz Lightyear and someone took a picture with me. And on that picture on Facebook, someone literally commented on it seriously. Oh my God. Is that Ryan Gosling dressed up as Buzz Lightyear? <laughs> and you're a little, really, really like, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> FYI, that was before I had a beard. Um, so I would say, I think Ryan Gosling has to play me. Yeah. Just saying. Yeah. I have absolutely no idea who would have to play me. Well, you got to pick. <sighs> I have zero answers in my head. You got to pick. Reese Witherspoon. <laughs> Reese Witherspoon, you think, hey? Just because you went legally who, blonde? No, who is the one? Um, there was someone that people have told me I look like before. Renee something? Renee Zellweger? I think so. Actually, yeah. That that would be a good one. Her voice is much different from yours, but it's kind of got like a similar, actually like, kind of like a squeaky tone to it too, now that I think of it. So yeah, maybe that. Yeah. There we go. We've just answered that question. Yep. Uh, you are often cracking adult beverages in your intro. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. Yes, we are. Uh, what is the most god-awful combination of cocktails that you've had to suffer through? Um, I don't know about you, but I'm thinking back to one night in our, in our apartment when we were playing <laughs> rock band with Brock and Sarah. It was in our townhouse, actually. Oh, close enough. Um, yeah, so long story short, we were in our early 20s. Uh, we were, it was like 3 a.m. We were playing rock band. Our poor neighbors. Holy yeah. heck, eh? So two of us were playing rock band while the other two were mixing shots. And you had to drink the shot that was made oh, for you man. while you were playing. Gross. Yep. Uh, yep. And we started getting mean with the shots with uh, including. Like mustard in there. Yeah. So including condiments from the fridge 
and the alcohol. So mustard, salad dressing, whatever, oh, right. whatever was in the fridge. dressing was in one. That is so gross. was in the fridge and the kitchen was. Game. Free game. Yeah. So it, that was nasty. That was pretty nasty. Yeah. Is there anything that frustrates you the most about the other with living in close quarters or doing the podcast? Uh, your disorganization gets to me sometimes. Um, the fact <laughs> that you literally can't have a moment of silence ever. Touche. <laughs> Can't argue that. Like if, if we're just chilling at home, like some background noise has to be on. I love, ben. I love me my music. <laughs> um, what have you learned about living in a tiny home, uh, and how do you and how you both adapted to it? Uh, that you don't need as many things as you think. Absolutely, hundred percent agree with that. Actually, yeah. Uh, and that a home can be anything. Yeah, that's really. True. I think a lot of people think to make it or something that they have to thrive for or strive for this big house, like kind of what the American dream kind of yeah, like the American said. dream. Yeah. But your American dream can be anything and it doesn't have to be this white picket fence house. Yeah. It can be a van down by the river. Yeah. You could literally live in a van and travel around your country, which is pretty awesome. Yeah. Like think outside the box sometimes. Yeah. As uh, the great Pumbaa once said, home is where your rump rests. Oh my God. <laughs> Look at you. Uh, is there a case you would not cover? Um, yes, but you're planning to cover it. Oh? That one with the the little boy. Oh, oh, yeah. Uh, well, well, we wouldn't, we don't want to cover local cases. It's just a little, oh, too, a little okay. too close yeah. to home. That's a really good answer. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. No, I agree there. Um, how did you get into podcasts? Did you listen to them a lot before deciding to do your own? What motivated you to be different from the other true crime pods? Uh, I loved content creation and we wanted to do something together. Yeah. Yeah. And ours is, is ours a lot different from the others? I don't know. All I know is that we, we strive <laughs> to just kind of be ourselves. We kind of took the idea from morbid a bit because they're kind of open banter, right? Yeah. And we're like, if we do that, we can just kind of be ourselves and which is have fun. way easier than like, I feel like we probably wouldn't still be doing it if we had to kind of stick to a script. Yeah. That would, doesn't really sound fun to either of us. Mm -hmm. Um, I heard you say that you married young, but how long have you been together? Well, we've been together since high school, like 2006. Oh, I was like, where are you? 2005, yo. Well. End of 2005. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a long ass time. Yeah. Uh, what's your top three true crime podcasts you listen to? Morbid's definitely one of them. They're, they're a go-to. Canadian true crime and yeah. serial killers for me. Yeah. Um, I do like Small Town Dicks. Uh, last podcast on the left. They're very. Oh, okay. I like that one too, actually. Uh, they're hit and miss for me, but I do go. I keep going back to them though, time and time again. Yeah. Um, how did you two meet? We chatted about that already. Yeah. Um, ooh, okay. I like, I love, love, love this question. Well, we've talked about this before too. What would your order for your, what would you order for your last meal? Yeah. Um, I would order. Oh, and you are pretty in depth with yours. I, I would either want to do one of two things. One, I'm going to fucking enjoy this last meal. So I'm going to get things like steak, chocolate milk, like all these individual things that I really like. Yeah. Or two, I'm going to get something simple that's going to fuck with people. <laughs> and there is. And if you're a serial killer, you probably go that route. Well, I think this is the route I'd go anyways, because there is something that would I would enjoy 
that has significance to me and would fuck with people. I would get um, a two liter of Canada uh, Dry uh, ginger ale yeah. and a baguette. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to maybe say Ritz crackers. Well, Ritz crackers is kind of the other one. Uh, my dad, grew, when I was growing up, he said, yeah, can of ginger ale and a chunk of baguette. And he loved that as a snack, right? So it kind of, I started doing that and I kind of reminisce about that. And then as I evolved, I sometimes will swap out the baguette for Ritz crackers, right? Yeah. So, so I would probably go the baguette though, just because it's that um, nostalgia factor. I feel to like it. you'd have to do better than that. Like I, you'd have to order a few other things too. No, that that's a thing. It's simple. It's like, what the fuck? Why? What a weirdo. This is his yeah. last meal. This is what he wants. Exactly. But I would still enjoy it. Yeah. I would definitely go on the pasta route. I'm obsessed with fettuccine Alfredo. And I would want about as much shrimp as you could possibly put on top of that. Nice. And I would just go to town. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, what about what's the first true crime story that wants you getting to host a true crime podcast? For me, Diablo Pass has always been like up there for me. I don't know if there's one per se. It, it We kind of chatted about this previously about it's just like how we kind of grew up. Um, right. There was all these things like goosebumps yeah. and, and are you afraid of the dark and yeah. all these and Dateline and just like all these shows that you watch that made you interested in these things. 100%. Yeah. So I don't know if there if I'd say there's one or just like how how I grew up. I was obsessed with goosebumps actually. Oh, so was I. Okay, we're we're getting down here. Now we just yeah. have our um our Facebook or no, sorry, our Instagram stories, and then we're we're yeah. done. We're done. And my laptop's about to die here, Sue, too. So you might be reading uh, some of these questions here. And right. a lot of them, I think, are similar. So okay, uh, what has been your favorite episode? Uh, again, we kind of covered that a little bit. Yeah. Uh, which case will forever haunt you? Uh, we covered that as well. Yeah. Uh, what was the first murder or mystery you heard that piqued your interest in researching more? Uh, for me, Diablo Pass, we kind of covered that a bit too. Uh, is there anyone spe specific you want to note on that? I don't even know. Um, the Picton one for sure. Oh, fair And enough. I put that one off for a while. That's a, like a wild Well, that's story. one we were holding off on one to do it justice, right? Yeah. Because we yeah. knew it's at least two parts. Yeah. Uh, knowing what you know now about podcasting, is there anything you would change? Not not to do it. Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> wow. no, I, I'm just kidding. Okay. The, okay. The time, I don't think I ever anticipated it would take quite as much time, um, but that wouldn't make me prevent from starting. Yeah. And I think the way we do it, we, we did it starting out exactly how we wanted to do it, to be ourselves and just have fun. Yeah. So I don't think I would change anything. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, the next one we already answered. So after that, are you going to be bringing Jacko back again this Halloween? 100%. Um, if you uh, are taking uh, part in the Wicked giveaway right now, Jacko's actually been involved in that. Mm -hmm. uh, and if you're over on Patreon, Jacko's been uh, making appearances over there. Uh, one of the things he actually did over there, he's, he, uh, he did a full reading of Edgar Allan's Poe, the raven which was pretty awesome actually yeah so jacko okay. will forever be a part of this podcast and he is definitely coming back for halloween yes uh how do we meet of course we went over that high school uh if you could stop only one of the killers that you've covered so far which one would it be and why uh so i'm going to assume stop them before they kill anybody yep um i'm gonna say whoever had the highest number count, which really. is potentially rodney alcala yeah. So I would say him because I think he had estimated of somewhere in the 140 or something. Yeah. How many people could you say, right? Exactly. 
Uh, the most gruesome case you've ever covered. I think it's. I think it's Junko. Yeah. Though there's yeah. there's some other ones that are definitely up there. Well, remember there was that one too. Gosh, I'm just looking it up really really quick. Um, this was wild. It was the murder of Elizabeth uh, Olton, where it was like the what was it? The nine year old girl went missing, and it was this older sister the friend's older sister who just like wanted to murder someone yeah that's crazy mm-hmm. crazy young age what when people do weird shit like that or ba- bad shit like that at a young age it blows my mind yeah uh not a question but a challenge record one episode without swearing ah oh, see i don't know if we could do that because well, that wouldn't be very fun <laughs> it wouldn't be very fun and it, we're kind of going against who we are you know, but it would be it would be an interesting challenge. It would be a challenge. Get through it. It would be a challenge because I fucking love swearing. I fucking <laughs> love it, bud. <laughs> wow. Uh, if a toy company made an action figure of you, what three items would it come with? Uh, it'd probably come with uh, some sort of can that we'd be able to open. Microphones. Oh. Okay. So like maybe a can. Yeah, because I was going to say wine, but yeah, like alcohol. Yeah microphones and a husky and a husky i was just about oh, to say that yeah love that, it i would be buying all of them that would be it 100 percent. we just like that's us <laughs> uh what case keeps you up at night and why oh, again going back junko fruita is one of a rodney alcala is one for me yeah and i had said the richardson's yeah, right yeah. i the, the deeper you dive into a case i feel like for me anyway the the more impact it has on me mm-hmm uh, do you like ketchup or dill pickle old Dutch chips? Um, both being Canadian ketchup chips hold a place in our heart. Yeah. Same with all dressed, right? We like, we actually like chips. We do. Chips are awesome. Chips are delicious and not very nutritious. <laughs> not nutritious. <laughs> <laughs> Which would be your favorite though, between ketchup and dill? Ketchup. Ke- ketchup. If you yeah. could only have one type of chip for the rest of your life, what would it be? Um, whatever we were eating tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Those Miss Vicky's Dijon. Yes, okay. they're so okay. good. Yeah, they are good. The Miss Vicky's actually has good flavors of chips. I think for me, I'd probably go with like the, uh, the Ariba's chips. Oh, okay. Like a Dorito kind of chip. Well, they're like Doritos, but but they're better. Yeah. Yeah. They have more flavor, actually. They're thicker, too. They're heavier. Yeah. Yeah. Look at us. We're like chip connoisseurs. Chip connoisseurs. Pinkies in the air, ladies and gentlemen, when you're eating those chips. <laughs> okay. And then that one was why you guys start. I decided to do a podcast. We answered that. And yep. then final, final question. Actually, no, there's two because one I forgot to write down. Um, will you ever do the Marilyn Monroe case? You know, I've never actually thought about doing Me neither. Case. And I actually love the idea. Yeah. There's some celebrity cases we have on our list. Um, like I want to do Harry Houdini's eventually. Oh, okay. Uh, doing uh, Bruce Lee would actually be another one uh going of course you know the manson case uh that's another one uh but marilyn monroe i never thought of adding that to the list i think we should we should i think that would be very interesting research actually mm-hmm. um yeah and then i think the other question that came in was just how's tiny home living it's tiny yeah it's but pr- it's, it's good small yeah it's very good i would say initially um if you ever okay i'm gonna say if you ever think that you're gonna go into tiny home living i definitely recommend it but expect a pretty large um, learn. Would you say learning curve transition? Oh yeah, definitely. Because the shows that you watch and stuff, they make it seem like it's pretty easy peasy and stuff. But 
It's not. It's tough. Well, if you pay close attention to those shows where you're watching like HGTV and stuff, pay really close attention to what sort of personal items you see in the tiny home while they're going through it. If you don't see any personal items, i.e. a jacket hanging up, pictures on the wall, chances are it's a staged tiny home. Uh, look for the ones where there's personal effects and affairs and things. Yeah. Flowers on the counter or something might be there because they're setting the stage. If you see a book or something sitting there, someone could be reading it maybe or a laptop, things that are in use. Yeah. That's going to give you a much better perspective on what it's really like. Well, then honestly, too, at a lot of those ones that are on the shows, they've been in their tiny home for nine months, a year kind of thing. And at that point, like now, I say like absolutely love tiny home living. But if you ask me like two, three months and I was be like, holy shit, we made a big mistake. <laughs> yeah. Because it wasn't easy at first. It's an adjustment period. It was also because we were having some issues with our tiny home and stuff too, which wasn't helping. But yeah, now I would say like I absolutely love it. I love it. Yeah. The only thing is I would maybe love it a bit more if we weren't in Prince George only because the winters, like when you're tiny home living, you want to spend a lot of time outside and the winters are pretty harsh here. And then when it's not winter, we have pretty bad mosquitoes. So like you can't spend a ton of time uh, where we're living. Yeah, like, we're, we're in a bad mosquito yeah. spot. So you can't spend as much time outside as you'd like to, perhaps. So, mm -hmm. so yeah, that's our Q and A. Yeah, we had some really good questions, actually. Some good ones that really made us think. Uh, yeah, there yeah. was a lot. That was great. That was fun. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna be thinking on some of these for like the next week to come. I know I'm gonna be like, hmm, I'm gonna be asking people I work with, what would your last meal be if you were on death row, and I'll get sideways looks i know it but it'll be worth it holy yeah that's a way to start a conversation yeah. the safety guy at work if you were on death row <laughs> what would your last meal be it's like, this is a safety meeting man it looks like your gears are really turning right now yeah, well they kind of are yeah yeah so anyway thanks so much for giving us all the questions and wanting to get to know us better and um just being here and being you like we appreciate all of you so much yeah it means an incredible amount. We can't even begin to communicate how much it means uh, because I don't think Wicked and Grim would be here today if we did have the support that we currently have. So thank you so much. It means uh, so much to us. It really does. Um, you have to keep talking because I want to do one more thing. We actually got a sweet review that I was going to read. Oh, did we? We got a new review. Oh, sweet. So it's uh, bumping down that one of Nicole is so annoying. Yeah. The one prior to that was so, oh, I, yeah, I got a couple. I mean, both of us well, have gotten a few. I understand if you don't like someone's podcast, but I mean, you're seriously going to leave a review because you just don't like someone. Yeah. Don't judge someone's like character. Like what the fuck? But anyway, this is just like if you have a, a hot minute to give us a review, like seriously love it. It makes our day. Okay, so this one just came in on the 5th and it says, amazing. On a scale of 1 to 10, 100,000. I love this podcast. It is a great podcast and Ben and Nicole are awesome. Most true crime podcasts, I would imagine, would be very dark and sad and awful, but they keep it light with plenty of jokes and laughter and fun conversations in between to make it easier to take in. Keep up the great work. Oh, that's awesome. That means so much. I know. Like I just, when I go on there and see these new reviews and stuff, it just like warms my heart. So wow. thank you for taking that time super appreciate yes it. thank you so much and it's actually it kind of feels good that someone realizes we're trying to make these conversations a little bit lighthearted, easier to digest yeah well and part of it too is it, it takes away some of that power that those perpetrators had taking away the the fear-mongering aspect kind of i don't know kind of pays it back to the victim in my mind 100 percent. yeah 100 percent. 
So if you can leave a review, that would absolutely mean the world to us. If not, totally cool. We appreciate you either way. Thank you for being here. Thank you for the questions today. If you want to go check us out on our Instagram, Facebook, all the social media down below. If you want to hit us on Patreon, you're more than welcome to join us over there again down below. But if not, you want to listen. We appreciate that just the same. So thank you. Thank you. And thank you. Thank you. And until our next episode. Stay wicked. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.